devotional service. Every service has some attractive feature which drives the servitor progressively on and on. Every one of us within this world is perpetually engaged in some sort of service, and the impetus for such service is the pleasure we derive from it. Driven by affection for his wife and children, a family man works day and night. A philanthropist works in the same way for love of the greater family, and a nationalist for the cause of his country and countrymen. That force which drives the philanthropist, the householder, and the nationalist is called Rasa. some active service. It is not a sentiment. And service means work, not like the Kormis. Kormi or anyone is working, is working with some test, just like the example is given here, a householder is working day and night. Unless he has got some test, suppose one has got wife and children, so to maintain them he has to work very hard. But there is some pleasure in serving the wife and children. This is crude example. Similarly, bhakti means service with some taste. Sadhu sadhu pade pade in the Srimad Bhagavadam. It is said, sadhu sadhu pade pade. The more you serve, the more you relish test. Without relishing test, nobody can render devotional service. It is practical. Swadu, swadu, padri, padri. In every state, just like Rupa Goswami, he was minister in the government of Nawab Hussain Sah. So materially he was getting honor, money, and therefore he was attached. This is also crude example. So he resigned from the government post. And he joined Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So unless he tasted something better, how could he give up his government service? There must be some taste. So that is being explained. Gone. That force which derives. That force which drives the philanthropist, the householder, and the nationalist is called rasa, or a kind of mellow or relationship 
whose taste is very sweet. Bhakti rasa is a mellow different from the ordinary rasa enjoyed by mundane workers. Mundane workers labor very hard day and night in order to relish a certain kind of rasa which is understood as sense gratification. The relish or taste of the mundane rasa does not long endure and therefore mundane workers are always apt to change their position of enjoyment. A businessman is not satisfied by working the whole week, therefore wanting a change for the weekend, he goes to a place where he tries to forget his business activities. Then after the weekend is spent in forgetfulness, he again changes his position and resumes his actual business activities. Material enga engagement means accepting a particular status for some time and then changing it. This position of changing back and forth is technically known as pogatyaga, which means a position of alternating sense enjoyment and renunciation. Hmm. The material world, because everything is temporary. So, sometimes when you are fed up with material activities, we stop to do it and become a renouncer. Bhogatyaga. Great Sarsava, you know this story, a jackal entered into a vine orchard and it was very high. He began to jump to get the grass, but when he failed, uh, he said, oh, these grapes are sour, it is not <laughs> The Kormis are like that. They work very hard, but they cannot release any permanent happiness. That is not possible. Therefore, they give up. Brahma-sattva-jagarmitya. They give up this worldly activity as false jagarmitya. But <coughs> they do not relish anything. Actually, they do not relish what is Brahmasu? Therefore, again they fall down. Many the Jnanis and they give up this world as Jagad Mitha. This world is false. They take sannyas. Then after working for some time, they again take to political activities, philanthropy activities. They see that the people are suffering for want of education, for want of food. So let me engage in providing food, shelter, education. But 
this education food problem is there in the material world. The Mahavadi Sarnasi, if they think that this world is false, why he is uh, agitated by the sufferings of the world? It is false. But the thing is that in the spiritual field, because they have no engagement, advanced engagement, from this side, or do it there, from there. After we dig it, so this so-called sannyasi, Brahma Sattva, again, Jagan Mitya, again, in the Srimad Bhagavatam, Arujya Kritsena Parang Padam Tato Padanti Adha. This Brahma Sattva Jagan Mitya Jagat is not Mitya to the Vaishnava, to the devotee. We cannot accept <coughs> that this jagat, this world, is false. No. How it can be false? Suppose you enter in a very beautiful garden, very nicely trained, so many nice flowers, buildings, Everything is that nice. The proprietor of the garden takes you to show you. And if you say, oh, it is all mithya, then how much depressed he becomes, let's see. I brought this friend to show the beauty of this garden, and he says it is mithya. Similarly, we don't want to depress Krishna. <laughs> that is not our business. Krishna has created this nice world. Huh? Everything is very nice. The sun is rising just in exact time. It is setting in exact time. The moon is rising. The seasons are changing. And we are getting nice food, nice fruit, nice flowers. <coughs> so we are not so I mean, it's a depressing agent. We don't discourage Krishna. Why? <coughs> it's 
Krishna has created this nice word. How can I say it is mitha? It is the byproduct of Krishna's energy. So Krishna's energy cannot be false. It is eternal. Krishna is eternal. Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita that this material world, Bhumi Rāpa, Anana Vāyu, Kham Buddhi Manarajvata, me Prakiti Asadha. These are eight kinds of uh, separated energy of me, Krishna. So Krishna's energy, Krishna is truth. So Krishna's energy is also truth. Because from truth, false cannot come. If Krishna is truth, this energy is also truth. But it is not false. Therefore, we do not accept this Mahavadi theory that the world is false. Jagan Mithya. We say that Brahma is Sattva and this world is also Sattva. <laughs> the difference is that a devotee relishes a particular type of mellow rasa in this material world. <laughs> but they, those who are not devotees, they uh, do not feel any relish from this material world. They feel for some time. But when it becomes stale in their test, they say it is false. Just like the same example, the jackal first of all tried to get the grapes jumping, jumping, and when it was a failure, he said, oh, the grapes are sour. I don't require. So, except devotee, uh, the non-devotee, the konvis, gyanis, yogis, they actually do not relish the fitness of the creation of Krishna. <coughs> Therefore, Bhagavad says, jinnira bindakha vimukta manira. So persons who are thinking that they have become liberated by their own ways. Jannera bindyakha vimukta manina tai astabhava avishuddha buddhaya. Actually they are not tested. They are absolute truth. Therefore, their intelligence is not yet purified. Abhishuddha, Buddha. Anyone who has not reached to the point of surrendering to Krishna, 
it is to be understood that his intelligence is in, still incomplete. The Bhagavad Gita, it is said, Bhagunam Janmanam Ante Gyanavan Mang Actually, one who is wise, actually, not false, then after many, many births of struggling in karma, jnana, yoga, he surrenders to Krishna when he actually becomes wise. Jnana-vā. <coughs> and there is a Bengali Bhats Krishna ji bhajeshvaruchatu. Yes. Unless one is very wise and intelligent, he cannot become a devotee of Krishna. The first class, intelligent class of man, he surrenders to Krishna. Just like Arjuna. Arjuna. After understanding Bhagavad Gita, he replied to Krishna, Karishe Vachanamta. Yes, I'll do. In the beginning, he was posing himself as a very nice man, renounced. My dear Krishna, the other side is my brother, my grandfather. My uh, teacher, Dunacharya, my uh, nephews, my son-in-laws, all my relatives, so I do not wish to fight. Let them enjoy. Uh, that was Arjuna's decision in the beginning. And thus Bhagavad Gita was taught to him. But after teaching Bhagavad-gītā to Arjuna, Krishna inquired from him, Now, what is your position? Your illusion is over or not? What you have decided to do now? He said, Yes, my illusion is over. Karishe-vacanamta, what you are saying, I said. This is Bhagavad Gita. Understand. Sarva Dharma and Paritta Jamame Then Arjuna went against his first decision. In the beginning he was nonviolent. But he changed his decision, he became violent. Violent means he fought. He was a warrior, he was Kshatriya, his business was to fight when there is necessity. But in the beginning he was innocent, kārpaṇa dūsa apahata sabhāva. Sabhāva, by nature, he was fighter, warrior. But kārpaṇa dūsa, being miser, Abhata Sabhava is going, he was going against his nature. And after understanding Bhagavad Gita, he was 
force in its real nature. So, he is not going against the nature. Sthāne sthita śrutigotāṁ tanuvāṁ manobhi. This is the instruction given by Lord Brahmā and accepted by Lord Chaitanya. Sthāne sthita. Let everyone remain in his position. A brāhmaṇa. Position means chātu-parnaṁ-mayā-sistam-guna-karma-vibhāgya. According to different qualities, goodness, passion, ignorance, there are different divisions of the society. Chātu-bandhu, the Brahman. The Brahmana means most learned. Most learned means one who knows the absolute truth. Brahma Janati the Brahma. So there must be a section of the learned. There must be a section of the administrators, Kshatriyas. There must be a section, productive. And there must be a section, workers. The Chatubarnam Maya system, Gunakarma Vibhagasa, the society must be divided by natural way. It is divided. The intelligent class, the administrator class, the productive class, and the worker And they should cooperate. Then the society is perfect. The same example, just like in your body, you have got divisions, the head division, the arms division, the belly division, and the leg division. It is not that leg is less important than the head, but leg is, head is most important. Without head, the arms, the belly, or the leg cannot work. So there should be cooperation, but the division must be there. This is the vision of Krishna and Krishna conscious person. They do not say it is false. They utilize everything for the purpose of Krishna. That is Krishna consciousness. Most scientific and authorized movement trying to place people in a original constitutional position and cooperate for this service of Krishna. That is Krishna consciousness. And actually, when we release some mellow rasa, that is called bhakti rasa. We are trying to explain bhakti rasa mrita sindhu by Rupa Goswami. 
action. This is bhakti rasa. The leg is having the body under some rasa. The hand is serving the body under some rasa. The brain is serving the body under some rasa. So similarly, uh, that is natural division throughout the whole universe, anywhere, because the whole universe is being carried on by the three modes of material nature, goodness, passion, ignorance. And there are a mixture also. There are three, goodness, passion, and ignorance. Just like there are three colors, yellow, <coughs> red, yellow, red, and blue. And those who are artists, they mix these three colors, and it becomes nine. And again the nine into nine it becomes eighty-one. In this way all these divisions, different forms of living entities, they are being conducted under some uh, modes of material nature, either pure or mixture. And therefore we find so many varieties. So many varieties of living entities. Eight million four hundred thousand species of life formed. Eight million four hundred thousand. Jalajana Malakkhani Savara Lakkavinsati. In this way, there are eight million four hundred thousand species of life, and Krishna claims Sarva Jyoni All these forms in different species of life. Uh, their mother is this material nature, and I am the seed-giving father. Aham bija-pada-pita. So Krishna, <coughs> what you are doing? This, this guy is disturbing me, and what you are doing? Claims everyone, his son. Krishna say, does not say that the Indians are my sons or the Hindus are my sons. No, Krishna does not say. So Krishna cannot be a sectarian God. God is one. God is for Hindu. God is for Muslim. God is for any other, really a sect. 
as the definition of religion is that the law given by God. That's all. Dharmantu sakshat bhagavat Just like law means the code or the order given by the state, you cannot manufacture law at home. When the state gives something to the citizens, that you must follow this. That is law. It may be a very insignificant thing, but it is law. Just like when they go on the street, the law is, in, in, the, in this country, the law is kept to the left. In other countries, the law is kept to the right. <laughs> yes. In America, it is kept to the left. Not so in China and Russia, I believe. They are different. And you cannot say that I am accustomed to drive my car from the left side. Why shall I go to the right? No. The law is there. You have to abide by the law. <coughs> Similarly, religion means the law given by Krishna, by God. That is religion. You cannot manufacture religion. Krishna's dharmantu sakshat bhagavat pranita. Therefore, real religion is to surrender to Krishna. Sarva dharman paritajya maam ekam saranam. So actually, this Krishna consciousness movement is real religion. Everyone should follow this. Ah. Then he will be saved. Krishna assures, People suffer out of ignorance. That is called papa, sin. Any criminal, Mostly uh, he does not know the real law. He commits something unknowingly by ignorance, and he becomes a subject of criminal punishment. Therefore ignorance is sinful life. Ignorance. People should be enlightened from ignorance. And that is real religion. One should be enlightened himself, and one should enlighten others also. And that is the mission of Krishna consciousness. This is Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says, <coughs> Bharat-bhumite manusya-janma-hailaja. Not the cats and dogs, animals. Manusya. On the land of Bharat-bhasa, one who has taken his birth 
as a human being, this point is very important. Bharat Bhumite Manusha Jarma Hoyla Jar. Jarma Shatha Kari Karo Paropoka. Because one can become successful in the mission of his life in India. Because the India, the real knowledge, Vedic knowledge is there. All the sages and great personalities of India, Bhyas Dev, he compiled all these Vedas for the enlightenment of the whole human society. So especially those who are born in India as human beings, they should take advantage of this knowledge. They should not manufacture knowledge. The knowledge is already there. Simply one has to take it. Just like Bhagavad-gītā. Everything is there already. We have to take it, accept it, and apply it practically in life and distribute the knowledge throughout the whole world. This is the mission of India. So this Krishna consciousness moment is not sectarian, neither unauthorized, because it is based on the Bhagavad-gītā as it is. We don't interpret Bhagavad-gītā. If I interpret Bhagavad-gītā, then there is no authority of Bhagavad-gītā. The same example, suppose state law, you cannot interpret. Then what is the value of the state law? You are a layman. You cannot interpret Bhagavad-gītā. Any Vedic knowledge, you cannot interpret. Then there is no authority of the Vedic knowledge. For example, we give it very constantly. Just like cow dung. Cow dung is the stool of an animal. But Veda says it is pure. The Vedas in one place says the stool of an animal is impure. We accept it. As soon as you touch stool, in my own stool, I have to take bath immediately to purify myself. But the Veda says that the stool of cow is pure. We take it to the deity room and smear it. This is Vedic followers. No interpretation. When it is stated, in the Vedas, it is true, fact, perfect, without any defect. That is called Vedic knowledge. Not that interpreting to my convenience 
I am, I become a Vedantist. No, that is not. So the Krishna consciousness movement is teaching that you accept what Krishna says. Sarvadhanman Purikrish. You have manufactured so many things for the peace and prosperity of the people, but you have failed. Take Krishna's word, and he will be happy. So the more you be engaged in Krishna consciousness, as Krishna says, Always think of me, manmana, madhbhakta, just become my devotee. It is very simple thing. To become Krishna conscious is possible by everyone. And actually it is happening. We are preaching this Krishna consciousness movement all over the world. So these boys, they are coming from different religions, different countries, different nationality, different faith. But actually, because they are accepting Krishna, sarvadharman paritajyamam ekang saranangraja, they are happy. There is no difficulty. And people are accepting it as if just they were ready to accept this cult. This is our experience. Any of our student can be questioned why he has accepted this Krishna consciousness movement. He will explain. So, although Krishna consciousness movement is not uh, a movement by any particular person, nation, or religion, but is still because Krishna appeared in India. Lord Chaitanya appeared in India. And Lord Chaitanya says that anyone who has taken birth as a human being in the land of Bharatvarsha must take the responsibility of spreading this Krishna consciousness movement for the benefit of all world. It is not a question of any personal religion or personal ambition or something manufactured by some imperfect sense and joy. It is authorized because Bhagavad-gītā is authorized. Bhagavad-gītā is accepted. First he was, it was accepted by Vajjana in total. Sarvamitam vitaṁ manne jadvadasikesam. My dear Krishna, whatever you are saying, I accept it in total without any interpretation, without any rejection. You know, somebody say, somebody may say, oh, Arjuna was 
Krishna's friend to praise him, he might have said like that. No. Arjuna immediately gives evidence that it is not that I am accepting, but you are accepted as, as such by such great personalities as like Vyasadeva, Narada, Sita. Gives authority. So that was five thousand years ago. Later on, all the acharyas, Ramanucharya, Madhyacharya, Vishnu Swami, Nimbarka, even Sankaracharya, we Vaishnava acharyas, they differ little with Sankaracharya. Impersonalist and personalist. But Sankaracharya, even, even though he was impersonalist, he accepted Krishna in his commentary on Bhagavad Gita. Sabhavarsayam Krishna. So Krishna is accepted as the Supreme Personality of Godhead. There is no doubt about it by all authorities. And Krishna Himself says in the Bhagavad-gītā, matta paratarāṁ nānyat. There is no more superior authority than Me. Aham sarvasya prabhava matta sarvaṁ pravartate iti matyā bhajante māṁ bhūdhā bhāvasamanni. Those who are actually Buddhas, Buddhas means learned. So they know that Krishna is the original person, as it is confirmed by Brahma in the Brahma Sangita. Ishara Parama Krishna. Ishara. Ishara means control. So everyone can become Ishara. Yes, our minister's habit present is Ishara. Ishara means controller. He is controller of a department. Similarly, there are many ministers in our country and other countries. Many presidents, they are Ishwaras. And a common man, he is also Ishwara. He is controlling his family. At least he is controlling his dog, cat. So everyone is Ishwara. Just like the modern theory is going on, everyone is God. That's our life. God means Ishara, controller. But there are different qualities of control. I may be controller of my disciples, a few dozen or few hundred. <coughs> but there are controllers, millions. They're controlling millions. Therefore, my control and his control is not equal. Therefore, you find out. 
one controller of the another. Everyone is relative control. He controls and he becomes controlled. Nobody is absolute controller. Just like our minister Sahib, he is controller, but he is also controlled. So when you come to the point, if you find out some person that he is simply controller, not control, he is Krishna. Krishna is simply controller. When Krishna was present on this planet, you see the history of his life, he simply controlled. He never became controlled. He was controlled. Therefore the verdict of this hastra, Vedic literature is that Ishara Parama Krishna. The supreme controller is Krishna. Ishara Parama Krishna. But the impersonalist will say the supreme controller is not a person. He is a person. But Brahma says, no, he is a person. Ishara Parama Krishna Satchidananda Vigraha. Vigraha means person. Murti. But he is not ordinary person. Satchidananda Vigraha. Satchit-ānanda. His form is made of eternity, bliss, and knowledge. Our form, this form, is not eternity. It will die. It will finish. Why my form, even Brahma's form? Although he lived for many millions of years, just like one day, twelve hours is this time in the Bhagavad Gita. Sahasra Yuga Parjantam Arahajat Brahmano Vidu. Brahma's one day, twelve hours. These four yugas, forty-three hundred thousands of years, multiplied by one thousand. That is Brahma's twelve days, uh, twelve hours. Now we can calculate uh, his life. He lived for one hundred years. So his twelve hours is millions of years. So he still he'll die. Anything in this material world, it will not stay. Bhutta bhutta praliyate. Everything will be finished. Therefore, even Brahma's body is not eternal. <coughs> what you speak of my body, your body, and so body. Sat. Sat means that exists. Om tat sat. And chit. Chit means knowledge. So Krishna's knowledge is perfect. Krishna says, 
Vidahan Samiti Tan. I know past, present, and future. When Krishna was coasted by Arjuna, Krishna said that many millions of years ago, first of all, I spoke this science of Bhagavad Gita, Bhakti Yoga, to the sun god, among Vivasati Prokta. Vimarsan Manavipra, I spoke first of all to Vimarsan, the sun god. The sun god name is there, Vimarsan. The Krishna was questioned by Arjuna that Krishna, you and me, we are born very recently. How is that you say that you spoke to sun god? That is millions and millions of years ago. So, uh, Krishna answered, yes, I said, I remember, but you do not remember. You are also present. Krishna and Arjuna, they are eternal friends. So whenever Krishna appears, Arjuna also appears. Krishna has got his associates. Arjuna is one of the associates. But that is the difference between living entity and God. God remembers, and the living entity does not remember. He forgets. And another conclusion is why Krishna remembers and why the living entity does not remember. The reason is the living entity changes the body. Krishna does not change the body. Sambhamāmiyātva-māyā. When Krishna appears, he appears in his original body. But because he looks like ordinary man, avajānanti mangamūrā, mānsimpanuvāsa. The rascals and fools, they think Krishna is ordinary man, human. So this Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu is to test the mellow of Krishna. That is the science of serving Krishna. Therefore you have <clears throat> name this book Nectar of Devotion. It is summary study of Bhakti Rasa, <clears throat> the mellow, the transcendental mellow, which one can test. Everyone is testing, otherwise he cannot work. So, uh, Jatkarosi, Jajjuhosi, Krishna says, whatever engagement you may have, Guru Sattva Madhapada, do it for Krishna. Don't take the result yourself. Give it to Krishna. Then you'll test 
relish the mellow, transcendental mellow, bhakti rasa. And then you'll be happy. Just like about the Goswamis, Rupa Goswami, who was uh, executing his devotional service on this spot. <coughs> they were ministers. And they gave up everything. Takva Churnam Masisa Mandalapati Saning. Mandalapati. Mandalapati means leaders. The leader of the group, Mandala, Pati. Just like there is Astapati. Similarly, uh, they were Rāsna-patis, mannala-patis. Tattva-turnam asesa-mannala-patini, because their minister, their friendly circles were big, big uh, jamindars, administrators, but they gave up their company. Tattva-turnam asesa not one, two, but many. Very insignificant. Oh, Give up. Became very poor mendicant, accepted torn cloth. Sanatana Goswami, Rupa Goswami, here in Vrindavan. They were living underneath one tree one night. Such Bhairāgodhinānsa. But how they are living? A very rich man coming to the lowest standard of living. We have seen practically in Calcutta, Mr. Sriyar Das, he was earning about fifty years ago, fifty thousand, sixty thousand rupees per month. But on Congress resolution, he gave up his practice and practically he had no income. In one meeting he was asked by somebody, everyone thought that he is very big rich man. Somebody asked them some, to give him, them some subscription. So Siyadas admitted that now I have no income, but my party, Congress party, they give me 500 rupees per month for my expenditure. So I give you everything. So, because that was his habit. If anyone would approach him, asking something, the day's income will be But he could not leave more than one year. He could not tolerate so much renown. Because that was material. <coughs> but this Goswami, they gave up their ministerial post, opulent post, and become mendicant. How they lived? Ah, that is stated. 
गोपी भाव रसामृताहरी कल्लोल मग्न इनफीरियर कृष्ण कॉन्सियसनेस इज द बेस्ट एनी वन इंडिविजुअली आर कलेक्टेड टू टेक इट इल एंजॉय रियल लाइफ आनंदमय अभ्यास दैट इज रियल लाइफ एंड एक्चुअली पीपल आर एक्सेप्टेड ऑल ओवर द वर्ल्ड Say four days ago, I was in Manila. That was the, my first visit, and all young men. And in the hotel, we held one meeting. The hotel capacity was about eight hundred men. We still it was over flooded. And they liked this Krishna consciousness movement, chanting, dancing, so nice. So it has been proven. That this Krishna consciousness movement will be accepted in any part of the world. This is India's culture. Why not distribute? Why the government is not interested? That is my presentation. If you India want to be glorified, then she must give something, not simply begging. Give me grants. Give me money. Give me weapons. Give me engineer. Give sir. That is my purpose. Then India will be glorified. Oh, India has got something to give, not to take on like beggars. I was questioned in Berkeley University by some Indian student. Swami ji, what this Krishna consciousness movement will benefit? What this Sankirtan? We need, we want technology. So I replied, yes. We have come to learn here technology, but I have come here to teach, here. not to learn, but to teach. And they are learning. So, according to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mission, every India can become a teacher, provided he accepts the teachings of their predecessors, Acharya. Otherwise, they will be better. That is my thought. Thank you. Thank you.